Welcome to Moms in the Hub podcast, the one and only podcast for loving moms. I share mom fails, discuss trending mom topics, and highlight amazing parents in the 806. So grab a drink and join me as we navigate motherhood in the Hub City. Make sure to leave a review and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Hello, I'm your host, Danae Hooks. I'm an author, speaker, Love It Moms contributor, and chaos coordinator to three amazing kids. Are you searching for a doula who is experienced and passionate about helping you with your pregnancy and birthing journey? Michelle Murphy Ward is the owner of Bird in Bloom, and she offers childbirth education classes, birth doula services, lactation counseling, and birth doula mentorship. Michelle is the current Southern Region Ambassador for Dona International and maintains the highest level of certifications and standards for her practice. Call her today at 806-429-1550 or go to birdandbloom.com for more detailed information. And we are here today. We are recording our first video um, podcast. Chelsea Anders is here with me. Chelsea is the CEO and owner of Lubbock Moms. Hey, Chelsea. Hi, Danae. <laughs> and you are going to be the guinea pig today because we're going to figure out how to record a video podcast. And yep. you'll see our bloopers. And this is not going to be edited. So, <laughs> uh, Which it I is- think is going to be fun. It's going to be yeah, fun. Yeah. So the premise of this podcast is we're going to focus on our end of year wrap up because it is December. We're about to start a brand new year. We want to talk about how far Love It Moms has come this year, um, kind of wrap up Moms in the Hub podcast. And then, of course, our personal lives, because we've both had a lot going on this year. So I feel like it's, you know, it's a good thing to wrap it up, to tie a bow on it and then get started for 2023. Yep. It's a lot. Yeah. I think we keep expecting this to get like calmer or easier. You know, that meme, like, uh, so, so, so busy until next month. And then it's so, so, so busy again. Yeah. We're living that life. I think about that meme all the time. I really (laughs) do. I just have to get through this. And then it's like Uh a whole other list of things. Yeah. I think, well, we're just lying to ourselves, first of all. So we should work on that. New Year's resolution. We're also going to set some New Year's resolutions during this episode. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So let's start with numbers. Like, cause I know Love It Moms has just continued over the years to progress, but this year was a big, big year. So talk to me about that and, um, and what's ahead for Love It Moms. Yep. So, um, our team, so every year our team fluctuates, right? We have people that move on as writers. We have people that move on, um, from the executive team, but we also gain a whole bunch of people. So we onboarded um, around 20 new writers this year. Um, That does account, you know, obviously for some attrition as well. So we're sitting around um, the almost 30 mark for both new writers and senior writers, right? We have had quite a few of our team members that have been with us um, the entire time, which is really exciting um, for me as both an owner and a leader to know that that we're doing something that they want to hang around this long for. Um, we've had a lot of fun. We, I would consider our writing team a family. And I feel like the last couple of years has, it's just made us closer, right? I mean, we're all going through our own stuff and we're all trying to support each other as best we can. And 
um, having, uh, having 20 new people join that fold, um, is always really exciting for me. Um, so one of my proudest stats to share is we have done this year was our most profitable, profitable year to date. We did 24 local campaigns, which tells you a little bit of how crazy busy <laughs> we are. None of us do Lubbock Moms as a full-time job, right? We just do this as a labor of love and um, something that we think the Lubbock community really needs. So we have served 24 local businesses this year, which is insane to me. Um, something else that we've done is five national campaigns. So in one year, I, uh, I mean, obviously we're, we're still considered a newer site in the network, right? Some of these sites mm -hmm. have been around for 10 plus years. Um, getting five campaigns in one year in like our little old Lubbock market feels very, very impressive to me. Um, I know one thing that we normally joke about is we want Lubbock moms to always be in favor um, in the national network. We want we want to make sure that they know that we love being a part of their organization and uh, we want to always convey the value that they provide us. So participating in their national campaigns also helps them. So we're hoping to get tons more of those in the future because it also expands our network and exposes us to a wider audience, which mm -hmm. obviously grows our business as well. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Really exciting. Um, and I know we're going to do like the collective eye roll about the mom Facebook group, right? Um, we all know that we live and die by Facebook groups, but we also live and die by Facebook groups. <laughs> One <laughs> thing, uh, I mean, we never lack for interesting conversation um, in the mom -une, but it's also been incredible to see the community that we've built there. Um, we have really focused a lot of our time and energy and effort this year on building our community group to make sure that we have a place to connect with our audience in real life. Um, publishing stories and writing and creating content is one thing, but like going to this actual group of real life people and seeing how that content hits, seeing yeah. what they're interested in hearing about is also really valuable for our business. Um, in the first, I think, half of the year, maybe before the school year was out, we overtook the largest moms group. Um, and we have, I mean, we've doubled the largest mom groups that existed before we established the mom union. So we've added over 4,300 people this year. Um, and I mean, we get hundreds of posts a day now. So it's it's really fun to see that 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 activity and these women connecting. I hope that they're finding it to be really productive and they're finding people that make this motherhood less, less lonely for them. Yeah. Um, it's more than just, Hey, where can I find the best pediatrician? I mean, we get some really deep conversations that I'm really thankful for um, mm -hmm. that transparency and that authenticity and also, um, right, the 
the feeling that they can come here and they can be themselves and they have a space for, I mean, this is a very sensitive phrase to use. They have a space for free speech, right? We're not moderating on topics. We are moderating on how we treat each other, but, but not what they can ask about, right? So if you want to ask about how many times you should be having sex with your husband or your spouse or, um, my and that kid, does get asked all the time. <laughs> yes. My kid hit or bit somebody. What do I do? You know, right. So some of these things are, are things that you might be afraid to ask in other forums, but I think that we've created a space, um, that people are able to do that. And that was really hard, stinking work. Mm -hmm. Um, I like, the general public has lots of ideas and lots of opposing opinions and right. things like that. So I'm really proud of that as well. Um, we don't have drama as often as I would expect. And when we do, it's amazing to see how many people come out in support of, of one side or the other or defending each other or I, I mean, we've 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 seen some really impressive conversations that are really respectful and um, really beneficial, in my opinion. Come out of well, the yeah, and I think I think that you know, there's a lot of transplants here in Lubbock. We're mm -hmm. always getting people that are coming in, and they they find this page before they even move here to mm -hmm. kind of. I know that's what I had to do. I had to figure out some things before we even made the shift to Lubbock, and we're all moms and we're in a very, very busy time of life. You can't always go meet up with your girlfriends for mm -hmm. a cocktail or for coffee and discuss these things. So if you have a group virtually that you can go to and ask or get opinions or advice, I mean, that's where we're at. This is the day and age where, where it's, you know, it's instant, but it's also very, it's, it's very open. And like you said, safe for people to ask questions and it's, it's helping women. It's helping moms. Yeah. And I mean, Facebook and social media is such an ever changing, evolving, sometimes very glitchy world to be in. Um, right. So, I mean, I, th I think we've come a long way. I, I think that the fact that we have 25,000 plus followers across multiple platforms in mm -hmm. different formats. I mean, we have 3,500 people that subscribe to our newsletter, right? So I think what that tells us is that people, people want this community, people want this content, and we just have to, as a business, we just have to continue to evolve and using the momune. I mean, it's like we have our target audience right there at our fingertips, right? So I think that, that that's a really good business tool that, that we didn't, right? We might, we might not have understood that value when we when we um, first established it, we just thought, hey, this feels like this could be a good idea, right? And now we're really, truly learning um, the value of a Facebook group, if used appropriately. <laughs> yes. And it, it gives you an idea of what people are wanting to know about and hear about. And that's, that's a really good tool for us who work with Lubbock Moms. But then you're also hitting between the blog, between the mommy and the conversation page, the podcast, between all these things, you're hitting, you're hitting a bigger audience because, you know, maybe they don't read blogs, but maybe they're on, you know, they want to ask a question in the mommy or maybe they don't listen to podcasts, but they read blogs. So you're, you're covering a wide area 
And look at us now doing video if they want to watch us talk about I mean, these things. <laughs> We're figuring it out. We're figuring it out as we go, which is which is the beauty of owning your own business, right? Um, yeah. Despite the fact that we are part of a national network, we are we are not limited um, in the ways that we can implement these ideas. We have we have rules and we have regulations and things like that, but but they don't restrict us to to how we're figuring these things out. So it's been, I mean, it's been a journey, right? Since October, 2018, we have made a probably monumental number of mistakes, but we've made 10 times as many good decisions, right? So <laughs> it's, I mean, no, I did not know how to reconcile accounts, despite the fact that I took two stinking accounting classes in college and got two business degrees, right? So I have learned a ton personally. And we have found some incredible people that have been resources to us as we fumble our way through this too. Right. <laughs> AKA shout out to the accountant. <laughs> and just speaking from the contributor's point of view, like I got to meet with the contributors recently and you know, the new ones and they talked about, I've always had this passion for writing. It's kind of an outlet for me. It's kind of therapeutic. Um, and this is the perfect way to do it because this is the time of life that I am, I'm in right now. And maybe my words will inspire somebody else or at least let them know that they're not alone. And so they, they wanted to become part of this, not only for that aspect, but also it's, we become a family mm -hmm. and you've got people you can lean on and it just, it's, it's a nice welcoming and, you know, it's like a, a, soft, nice it's like a soft place to land. Is it, right. is it, yeah. I've always considered it right we have some some contributors that have gone through some really scary things in their life and and here we are right we might not have known each other we might not have been friends before this terrible thing happened to you but we're friends now because you felt like you could reach out to us for help right, right. you knew that if we were willing to be doing this thing this lubbock moms thing then chances are we'd be willing to hop to your aid as well right mm -hmm. we want people to feel that way therefore we are also walking the walk um and one thing that i think i'm also really proud of in in the contributor group is this has been like the most tumultuous three years in in our recent memory right like we have writers that are very young we have writers that are grandmothers so we've all experienced the last handful of years from a different perspective and we've done so respectfully we've done so um in ways that have stretched our comfort levels and exposed us to people and things that we would not have normally been exposed to if we had just stayed in our own little personal bubbles right so that's something i'm also really proud of there's not a single person on the writing team that that agrees on everything. They all bring a different perspective. I mm -hmm. and and it runs the gamut of perspectives, right? Um, from political topics to life talk to cars they drive. I mean, like we legit have arguments about whether minivans are the best cars <laughs> on the planet. And it's like obviously they are. But everybody has really big opinions about that. And we have, you know, there's always lots of jokes when we argue about things. There are lots of um, resources. So, hey, I really disagree with you on this point. 
And let me tell you why. Here's the book I read that changed my mind. You know, so our our contributors are are building this community from the inside because they are doing it themselves, right? Yeah. I'm really proud of the group that we have and the hard work that we're doing because we are doing hard work. I mean, stuff is messy. Stuff is messy normally. And I think what the last several years have told us um, is that we actually, despite how much we're trying to hide the mess, we cannot hide the mess. So we might as well just embrace the mess and help everybody else do the same thing. <laughs> I, I was just going there because I feel like the shift has happened, especially in, a, you know, maybe it is because of this the, of COVID and what we've gone through these last couple of years. But, you know, I feel like years ago, it was like, let me just show the perfect parts, the pretty parts. Yep. And then everybody's going to think I have it all together when the truth, the truth is the more you talk to other women, nobody has it together. Nobody knows what they're doing. They may be doing one thing well and another really, really terribly. So I think that that's why love it. Moms is so important because you, like you said, we embrace the messiness and we realize we're all in this together. And if maybe somebody can help in this area or somebody else can help in this other area, and it's my perspective has been changed by a lot of different views between the contributors mm -hmm. and discussions yeah. and books and podcasts they've pointed me to. So it's, you know, kind of, we are a village. We're all in, in this together and we don't have to necessarily hide that because yeah. it's more meaningful and impactful to, to show what what's really going on. Yeah. And, and I I'm just, not saying I wear your dirty laundry all the time. But I'm just saying, like, it's some of us do, and that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I feel like sometimes when I'm, I, we don't have to air it, right? Like, it's just apparent. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I just hope that that we get to a really good place, like, as a business where that's really obvious um, in our content, in in everything that we do, in the campaigns that we run, in the people that we partner with, um, right? We We want that experience to come across. In everything that we do. Yeah. I think yeah. I think it does. And I think, you know, the sky's the limit. So talk to me, you know, finish up some of your stats that you're, I know you probably have more that you're really proud of. And then kind of like the future and where is it, where this is headed? Yep. So I do specifically want to mention some of our, um, right, like our, our best performing content. So Carrie Timmons has our most read blog post of the year. Um, she has experienced some loss in her life that, um, right. She has used her platform both personally and on the topic of suicide and Lubbock moms to really help other people that are experiencing the same thing that she has gone through. So I think that her having the top post about creating awareness around suicide and mental health. Uh, just shows you what people are looking for. They are looking for support. Carrie has provided that support to them. And that is a valuable piece that has really been very relatable to people. Um, some of our other really popular posts are like the summer camp guide, um, our Lubbock advent calendar, which is just a list of activities that you can do around town in the holiday season is blowing up right now. Um, I think people are really looking for um, resources. They are looking for us to be 
a recommendation engine for them, which is exciting to me, right? Because like we were just talking about, we have a whole team full of contributors that have very strong opinions about pretty much everything. So um, I think that to answer your question about the future is we want to provide more content like that. We want to start becoming the place <clears throat> that moms go to, to find the pediatricians, to find um, the best thing to do on the weekends. We want to start cranking out more guides to yada, 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 ice cream parlors. Um, our, our birthday guide does really well. Our guide to birthday party venues, um, our support local black owned businesses does incredible every year. And we want to help moms get things done easier, faster, quicker, with less effort because they're doing so much. That's really right. the future of moms. We're so busy. And if you can already have these things together, like I even had this discussion with somebody on Sunday. They moved here last year from New Mexico. And she's like, what, what's going on in town? Because there is so much going on in Lubbock. I don't think people realize how much no, there is. Of course they don't. And it's just a yeah. matter of getting it out there because, you know, we're, we live in a time of social media and, you know, if maybe you don't watch the news, but maybe you read your feed or vice versa. And so I said, <clears throat> I have the perfect thing for you. The Lubbock Advent calendar um, will tell you all the things going on mm -hmm. between now yeah. and Christmas and after. So um, it's just and a it's good just fun. It's yeah. fun to uh, help people. I mean, it does mm -hmm. feel, it feels great. So when, when someone comes to us and says, well, I need to know X, Y, Z, and we have that answer, it feels like we're providing that service, right? We are, we are trusted by our community in a way that, right, like any other type of business may not have the privilege of, of being. And I love that. I love that. I just want to, I know you and I have learned a lot of the bridge building and the people connecting over the last couple of years together. And that's always what I have wanted to be both personally and as a business. So yeah. I think we're there. I think we're doing it. Absolutely. And we'll and do even more of it and get even better. Yeah. And there's Absolutely. people in the mall meet are always suggesting things that they want to see. And so just, you know, there's endless amounts of possibilities when it comes to yep. giving the public what they want and the moms what they yep. want. Absolutely. That's the best thing about being like a content-based business is mm -hmm. we got it. We're doing it. Was there anything else that you want to shout out about? Well, you know, more than anything, I just <clears throat> want to convey how really grateful I am for this opportunity, right? The being a business owner in Lubbock is, it's a privilege and I have been offered so many opportunities to attend events, to be on committees and things like that because I am a business owner. Um, I never had any intention of owning my own business. I am, I don't know, it's scary. And like, I, I like to be in charge, but I'm not sure that I really love being responsible for everything. So I'm working yeah. that with my therapist, right? So um, it's been a huge personal growth opportunity for me as well. Um, being in the spotlight and being in charge requires you to take 
some hits and some criticism that I probably wasn't prepared for when I first started out as well. That has been an incredible lesson for me, especially this year, right? We have had quite a few business related events that <laughs> we got drug through me, maybe kicking and screaming more than others because I am an avoidant, I hate conflict kind of person as well. So I've learned a lot from a professional and a personal perspective. So I really am just really so stinking grateful to the professional business community for embracing us. Um, we have been so lucky to work with so many important businesses and so many important people in this town. And it's because of what they see us doing. Right. And um, another thing that I am, I am always harping on to the writers, but I also, you know, I want to say it out loud to, to everyone else as well is none of this is me. This is not my brain. This might be my brawn, right? But the brain behind this business is really the group. Mm -hmm. I don't write. I don't generally provide my opinion on a content basis because I want this to feel like a community, right? I want to lead from behind. I want to be pushing you forward. I want to be the person that encourages you to go do that thing that you want to do but I don't want to do it, right? I don't want to do it. I don't want it to be my opinion. I don't want it to seem like this is coming from my mouth. I want it to be a true blue community. And I think that that we have done that in a way that that makes not only us proud, but it makes other people in Lubbock and other businesses proud to work with us. Yeah. Um, I'm just really, I'm, I'm just really impressed with where we've, where we've come from and um, how we've done it. And I don't know, like you said earlier, sky's the limit for us. So yeah. that's exciting. And it's a, it's a good example to other people out there that are thinking about going after whatever it is. You don't have to have it all figured out. Like you yeah. are oh. learning as you go with this. I don't have and it figured out today. Yeah. And there's some wins and there's some losses, but all in all, it's a success. Yeah. And you've learned personally, like you've, you've changed as a person because of this process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how everyone else feels, but I would give this like a A plus grade, A plus grade mm -hmm. would do again, 10 out of 10 recommend. And I think one of the really awesome things that has happened to me is I think I have found myself. I have found myself through this business and through these relationships and through this struggle. Uh, I don't know that working a corporate job is half as hard as running your own business. So right. <laughs> those, are things, those are things that I wouldn't have learned otherwise, right? Because I would have just stayed in my comfort zone of things. I know how I, I want them to work and I know how they will work because I've been doing it for so long. And this, this has really changed my mindset and my perspective on so many things. So I'm really grateful for that. Well, congratulations on such a success. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and but ditto. It, thank you. Thank you. Well, <laughs> as we're talking about, you know, business, a lot of it encompasses your personal life too. So talk about some wins, some things that have gone on personally this year and future. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, I mean, a lot of you know that 
this is just one of my many jobs. Um, I'm in an Enneagram three, which is the achiever. Um, and I do so to the level of self detriment because clearly that's not something that I have personally improved on this year. Um, <laughs> right. But another, another big reason and another big motivator for starting Lubbock moms was to have a platform myself, not necessarily to become famous or like I said, to spread my own individual opinion about, but I wanted to be considered someone that people could rely on, someone that people could trust, and then in turn, someone that people would listen to. Mm -hmm. Because the most important work I have to do is around the disability space. Um, a lot of what I do in my free, not free time is working another job for the Texas Council for Developmental Disabilities and volunteering for the DEI task force at the Chamber of Commerce and doing the things that I think this community needs in order to advance and become the place that I want to raise my children who um, are members of the disability community. So that is really something that personally motivated me for, for having Lubbock Moms as a business as well. Um, things, have, things have been really hard in, in the last few years in the disability community, right? COVID, they are high risk categories for um, the last three years in, in the pandemic. I, I have lost disability advocacy friends because they got COVID and they didn't, they weren't able to beat it because of their disability, right? So it has been a very hard and I, I mean, when I say blood, sweat and tears, it's, it's like not, it doesn't convey the life and death emotions and roller coaster that, that we have been on for the past couple of years. This year, this year has, has been, I think a little bit easier from a personal perspective. We were able to get Olivia vaccinated. We were able to get Jake vaccinated and we feel more comfortable with the level of safety that, that that has provided our family this year. So I will say that from a personal pandemic perspective, um, we feel better, but from mm -hmm. a global personal I mean, this, this other community that my family is a part of, it, it's still very difficult and we're working really hard. And I feel like we're, we're making strides, but slowly, right? Um, I will say that, that on the disability front, I think we lost a lot of opportunity in this last election with some of our legislative priorities. Um, we won't quit pushing and we won't quit working, but I do feel some, some personal sadness around that, right. To work on a topic so hard and have champions for that. And to know that your champions won't be there to push some of the things that you've been working on, um, over the finish line. It's just another challenge, right? We're all up for a challenge. We always are. Um, but I, I think that, that a lot of that work has, has made our family better and tighter 
Uh, I think that we operate like a well-oiled machine now. And I think a lot of that is because we're so busy and because we feel like things are of heightened emotional importance to us that we prioritize better now. I mean, mm -hmm. holy geez, when you're this busy, if you're not good at prioritizing, you're not going to get anything done, um, which happens a lot. That happens a lot, right? Um, <laughs> we talk about this often. <laughs> and I mentioned that earlier, right? I have been in therapy this whole year. Uh, I do online therapy with um, a therapist that I absolutely love and adore and like regularly gives me the what for because I'm also not a great listener. It's going to take me like three or four times to learn a lesson. And um, she, she's both gracious and impatient with me, which I need. And she figured that out pretty quickly. Um, so I feel like I that you can do that online too. <laughs> yes, yes, I do everything from home in my pajamas, um, <laughs> mostly with dirty hair, having not brushed my teeth because y'all also know that about me. I am... I am not a glow, go with the flow person, but I am a, a home body sweatpants person. So I've been, I've been lucky to, to experience that. Um, I also started a new job this year, which has been very bumpy. Uh, I love the work, but our company has gone through um, a reduction in force, which means an increase in work. Um, so it's been really hard to juggle some of those things, but, um, I do feel for the first time in my 15 year career, I have found a corporate job that I absolutely freaking love. Um, I complain about it a lot because I'm also of that personality. I just complain a lot. Right. But the people are incredible. The technology is incredible. What I think that we're doing, um, for the future of accessible technology is also really exciting. And I feel like for the first time in my IT career, like I'm really interested in the topic, not just getting stuff done. Um, it's been really fun to, to work with half of our company lives in New Zealand, which is also really exciting for me because I, uh, as most of you also know, I'm like obsessed with foreigners. So, <laughs> so it's been, I, I mean, this year is, as usual, it's been a, a massive roller coaster. Um, I think that you and I are are on a really healthy path too. I mean, I don't think that I have ever had a friendship like the one I have with you. And I don't think that I've ever had a friend that holds me accountable the way you do, which is something that I really appreciate and really need. So I think that you and I have, have grown a lot this year. And I mean, it's really fun. It's, I like, who knew that it would take me 37 years to figure out some of these things, but thank goodness I did. That's how I feel about this year. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, and I can say like, I just appreciate your friendship so much. And I mean, and we do things like tell each other the truth and mm -hmm. out of love, out of we're yeah. trying to, you know, become better people yeah. and better this parents. This is the most honest parents. friendship that I've ever had. I will right. say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. You have those people in your life. Like I don't have many friends, but the ones that I do have, you know, it's, it's, a there's it's a lot important. of care and love. Yeah. Oh my God. And we're working on it. We like, this is like a relationship that we like work on, yeah. which is different for us. Right. Like that's very adult of us. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, 
you know, that now that I'm 40, I, I look at things and I'm just not just because I turned 40, but over the last couple of years, I've just really decided that I'm going to spend time, so time on the things that I, that I hold dear and love and, you know, nurture we those relationships. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm it's not about quantity <laughs> and quality. And I want whatever time I'm not with my family to be with quality, you know, quality friends and we're doing important stuff and having important conversations or we're just not, we're just, <laughs> or we're not, cause we're not yeah. a lot, but I feel like that's also work. And I mean, right. I think that ties in really well with, um, what the heck has happened with you this year, Janae? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I will say that, I, I mean, like it's been an honor and a pleasure and thanks for letting us write like something else that we're not very good at is asking for help. And I think you and I have mastered that this year too. Yes, absolutely. That's something I, you know, have been wanting to work on. And I finally think that I've gotten a handle of that. At least here, right here. You and I right. have at least reached a point. <laughs> so tell us. Well, as far tell as, as about 2022, <laughs> it has been a roller coaster of a year, personally, professionally. Um, I want to start with Moms in the Hub podcast because, you know, I did not know what I was doing. And it this year it took a shift and I learned a lot of things. I've learned how to do a podcast. I've learned how to edit a podcast, how to publish it. Um, and I'm very proud of that aspect because, you know, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks, right? Especially when it comes to technology. Yeah. And I am behind in all that, I feel like, because I haven't grown up with it for most of my life, like, you know, the kids are now. Yep. And so I'm proud that I was able to learn that and then not only learn it, but just continue to tweak it and get better to the point yourself by <laughs> yourself. I mean, there yeah. is no one on the Lubbock moms team that is helping you because none of the rest of us even know how to make Instagram reels because we are of that generation too. Right. So, I mean, like, I think that that is what I'm most proud of for you is that you, I mean, like, when you came to me and said, I want to do a podcast. And I said, absolutely not. I don't want to have any part of that. You did it anyway. And you made yeah. it work and look at where we're at now. Give right. us the stats. Give us the well, stats. <laughs> I'm super proud because the last seven episodes have hit in the top 25% of all podcasts, which is a huge deal. Yeah. Um, we've had some amazing guests and we're trying to, you know, hit on topics that the women, moms, young parents, older parents, grandparents they want to hear about and yep. I think we successfully achieved that this year um our growth has I mean it's just it's skyrocketed and it, I mean the sky's the limit for sure um we've had 7,656 downloads to date so yeah and then we have a high percentage let me go over this this like the percentage is 79 percent ages 23 to 55 which is what our target market is yep and then 82 percent female so i'm excited about the 18 percent of males that are listening mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> my I mean, husband being one of them <laughs> <laughs> well you know we like lay that out for sam hey yeah. you should listen to this episode because blah, 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 blah. right yeah uh-huh 84% is in South Plains, which is exactly what we want because we want yep. to be talking to the local Lubbock people in the surrounding area. And so we that is reflected through the numbers. Like every week that I can look at the numbers, 
I know that it's our our region that's listening. It's the people in this region. So we really want to cater to what's going on here, um, support local businesses here. There's so many great stories. And to me, my favorite part of all of this is interviewing the, the people that are on the show because I... I think I've built a relationship with almost every, every single person, like a lasting relationship. Um, I want to be supportive of those people. And I've learned about things that I had no idea about mm-hmm. um, because there's so and many great people in this community. But that's also a testament to you as a host, right? I want to make sure that I say that out loud, right? Um, you are the only host. You are the only one doing these interviews. There's no one else working on this. There is no one making those introductions for you. You are doing it, right? So I think, in my opinion, what you do with Moms in the Hub is like a singular embodiment of our mission, vision, and goals, right? And as you just highlighted, you've hit every single one of your goals. So we're going to have to, we're going to have to work on that in strategic planning this year, hitting some of them. Making you some goals that seem like a stretch. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm shocked. Like I am shocked, but I'm also proud. And I'm also, I mean, I'm not surprised either because of the work that goes into it. So I've definitely decided, you know, it doesn't hurt to ask. What's the worst anybody can say is no or not get back to me. And that's not going to hurt me. So I am just all about asking whoever and pushing for things because, I mean, the, re- the result has been amazing because these stories that have come out and the growth that the podcast has had and the people that were helping, because I mean, the, the last episode was, you know, let's talk about sex after kids. And that was the number one episode ever, because these are things that moms want to know. And yep. I brought on an expert about it, but also not only an expert, but someone who is a mom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this may not be a conversation people want to bring up to their friends or you know, or ask about so that they can listen to this in the privacy of their car and I get some I'd even be able to like talk to LaToya about that. I'd yeah. way rather have Aaron Ross tell me, hey, you know what? This thought that you had, it's totally normal, right? So then maybe someday I can talk to LaToya about it, right? It's right. like, it's removing stigma. It's It's opening the door on a topic that I mean, and I think this is an important point to bring up, like generationally has been like a don't say that out loud thing, right? Yes. Like we are ushering in that there is no more. You can't say this out loud. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm for me that. personally too, like back to our friendship, like I'm able to tell you anything and everything. And it's not, mm-hmm. it's not like a gossipy point of view. It's a venting and it's a, hey, I need help with this or I need growth mm-hmm. in this. Or what is your opinion? Because I am stuck or whatever. And we're super open about that. And I think that the generation coming up is going to be even do that even better. Um, And it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be great for the future and for the kids and um, just to be able to be open about these things. And also it's, it's leading an example for my kids to be open. There's things I wouldn't have brought up with my mother before. And I find my kids kids are very open about things and, uh, and I love that. Yeah. And I mean, you're doing that for not only your children, but an entire community. Like I said earlier, over 25,000 people are looking to you as, as a leader on these topics and in this community and 
like you just proved in this entire region. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you're doing it. Yeah. And this year I'm excited about 2023 because, well, as of right now, we're working on video podcasts because mm -hmm. that is the way it's going. <laughs> People love to listen, but they also like to see, and we're not editing. We're, you know, our full cuff. Yeah. No makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of our, one of our uh, values is authenticity, right? So right. this is us. This is us being who we are. I would imagine that it would also be something valuable in the future to like, maybe we should do some, some more video of us, not in this professional recorded setting where we're just being ourselves, right? Like y'all want to come, come into our living room every once in a while on camera and see what we're really like when Danae makes us a couple of seasonal cocktails, you know? I mean... We're real here and we're real there too. So, right. That's I mean, true. That's, that's great, true. That's a great part. But what about the Hooks family? How has the Hooks family done this year? Well, um, oh, and I, I do want to say one more thing. We, you and I sat down and we worked on next year's podcast. Mm -hmm. And Oh, yeah. Guys that are listening, everybody that's listening, we have some big people coming on next year. Some exciting things. I'm not going to share yet, but it's going to be, it's, I have a feeling it's really going to blow up next year in a good way. And it's, I'm excited for all the possibilities and opportunities coming up. Yep. So now as far as personally, you know, um, I mean, it's been a year and I'm very open on the podcast with our personal life. Um, you know, my daughter Hannah did have a, the biggest surgery to date of her life um, in September. So that was, you know, that's wasn't just September. It was all your thing. Pre preparing to be gone, preparing for emotionally, physically, preparing her, myself, my mentality. Um, getting her ready for this big surgery, anticipating anything that possibly could go wrong, um, having, you know, contingency plans, hoping for the best. And so Hannah had that surgery in September. It did not go as planned, but the outcome went as planned. Yep. So we went through, she went through a couple of hard weeks. Um, but to, to look at her today and just to see the change in her physically, but also mentally and just, you know, she's happier because her back is now straight and she's not in a weird position with her scoliosis. Yeah. yeah. Her quality of life. And that was the number one thing the doctor said, like we knew that this wasn't an option that we had to go through with the surgery because of her quality of life. It would have just, um, you know, it would have just been a constant battle with her and, mm -hmm. you know, we want her to feel her best, like we all do. Right. Yeah. And, and oh, so yeah. this is what it took. So she has come out of that exceptionally well. Um, she's doing so much more in therapy. You can just tell she's more comfortable. And so I'm really glad that's over with. Um, yeah, yeah, she really did. I, I mean, Hannah knocked it out of the park. Um, mm -hmm. And I will say from like the perspective of being your friend, I, I think that you eventually knocked it out of the park. <laughs> but I will say that, I, I, I mean, it's, you struggle this year. And, and as any a mother would, right? Like, right. and uh, like the work that you did and some of the things that you realized this year about your own health and mental health, I it have inspired me, right? Like mm -hmm. you getting some of that together has inspired me to get some of my stuff together, right? But I think you have really grown in terms of, I mean, think, there, there were things that did not go right. 
Right. Yeah. There were things that did not go right. This was super duper scary. And you have come out on the other side, knowing more about yourself, I think too, which is something that I, you don't give yourself enough credit for. Well, thank you. I feel <laughs> like I still have an impending breakdown coming. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. I like, I always keep a bottle of champagne in the refrigerator now for that potential. <laughs> but I mean, Hannah, she really did. She just, she's so strong and, you know, I know she has to be, and I, I hate that she has to be, um, you know, as a parent, you wish you could take the pain away. You wish it was you going through that. Yeah. And so, but you know, you can't. And so yep. you just, you know, I want her to know how strong she is, but also offer her that support of, you know, this sucks. I know this sucks. I get yeah. it. Like, I, you know, I don't get it on your level, but we're going to get through this. We're, we've got a community around us and we've got, you know, your family's been super supportive. My in-laws are here and whatever, whatever comes our way, I feel like we can handle it because we've come together as a family unit, friendship unit um, that, you know, we've got, we've got it covered. Yeah. Well that, and we don't know what's coming, but we know we can do it because we've done this already. Right. Like I mean, the spinal yeah. Fusion, yeah, I mean, the spinal fusion stuff is not only the biggest surgery that she's had to date, but probably the biggest surgery that she will have in her life. Right. right. Um, and we know just of moms of kids with physical disabilities that the orthopedic stuff is often like, that's, that's the big stuff. Right. So yeah. she did it. She did mm -hmm. it. I, I mean, she passed with flying colors. I mean, like I am 100% comfortable saying that like she did way better than anybody else did <laughs> in, the, in the whole Hannah circle. She For did sure. the best. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying that's, that's saying a lot about her, but that's also saying a lot about, you know, how you have, how you have helped guide her through that, some of that stuff as well. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's also taught me like, you know, ever since Hannah's diagnosis to, I don't know what the future holds. So mm -hmm. we're, you know, we, we look at the small things and, and appreciate them more than, more than ever. And, you know, like I said, it goes back to quality, like quality time and just quality friends, quality family time. And because, you know, we, we do have to be prepared. Yes. But we also know that, um, you know, there's, there's things that I used to worry about years ago. And I look back and I think that was so silly and superficial. Oh, and, and I'm glad, I mean, I'm not glad that the reason I had to get to this place, but I'm thankful that I have this perspective where, you know, there's so many more things that are so much more important, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, like, I was even thinking this morning, like all of the things that I wanted to say on this episode today, I wanted to say, like, you remember that, there's another meme that like, oh, I wish I could go back to like pre-kid me and worry about those things. I wish I could go back to pre-pandemic me. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> and worry about those things because those things feel real dumb now. I know. Um, yeah. But I think mm -hmm. that that is just, uh, that's us evolving. That's yeah. us evolving and us dealing with our stuff and I mean, there are days where I have not been proud of how you and I have handled things like individually and together, right? Like we talk yeah. about the fact that we have some potentially unhealthy coping mechanisms that are also real fun, but right. maybe we need to 
find some better coping mechanisms. Right. But I mean, like we still did it and, and, yeah. and we still made it and we're better on the other side because of it. Right. Yeah. Like we hit rock bottom and we bounced. Yeah. <laughs> and we bounced. <laughs> we bounced. Well, and, and like you said earlier, you know, I turned 40 this year and as scary as I thought that would be, I actually know who I am and what I want. And there's something very freeing about that Mm -hmm. and knowing what my priorities are and what I want for the future. It's, I mean, I feel so much better as a 40 year old woman than I ever did as a 25 year old woman. Oh my God. I would never want to be, I mean, not physically, but (laughs) okay. Well, don't bring that up. (laughs) But I have embraced who I am. I've embraced who I want to be. And, but that's also, I, love growth. I think if we ever stop growing, then what's the point mm-hmm. of living? Like, it's just, I love growing and learning new things. And I hope that I never stop zone in on these, these things that I want growth in because mm-hmm. I know what's important and I know what I want for the future and for my kids and family and friendships. And, and I love being at this place of knowing who I am. Yeah. And apologizing like, for who you are, right? Like right. I'm going to handle this thing with, with what I know now, and I'm not going to feel bad about it. I'm not going to feel bad about it. If I have to fire someone, or if I have to exit a relationship or a conversation or a situation, because it's not providing any value or joy, right? Some people say, then I don't feel bad about that anymore. I'm like, you know what? I gotta go. This is not on my priority list. So see you later. Right. And I do not. I, I mean, I don't feel bad about that anymore, but I also think that's because we have each other, right? Like we have each other in a way we've built this community in a way that when one of those things happens, we have somewhere to, to land, we have somewhere to, to go. And, and we have created, we've created the environment that we always wanted. Right. And it's non-judgmental too. Like, cause we, you and I have different perspectives on different things, but we can, yeah. Right. And we can still be completely open and secure with and comfortable with having those conversations and knowing that, you know, you might offer a different view, a different perspective that mm-hmm. that's helpful. And if not, then you're my friend to cry with and have a cocktail with and <laughs> yell with. Which is but, I mean, that's a healthy coping. That's a healthy one. <laughs> yeah. But on different complete ends of the spectrum, you know, we went through a year of hard things and growth, but also it was a great year because I did publish my second book. Heck yeah. Which I'm super proud of because I, well, it's my second one. The first one to be able to look back and see the growth from, oh, there they are. (laughs) I swear there are a million things on my desk and this is the highest stack right now. All the books, (laughs) all the books that I have to give as gifts for people. So yeah. Here it is. Well, I'm super proud of this one. It's, you know, I wrote it when we weren't living in Texas and it's been a, definitely a labor of love. And my perspective has changed over the last couple of years with a whole lot of different things. And so I was able to reflect that in the book. But even since releasing it, I've even had even more growth. So I know the next one's going to even reflect that. But my passion is, you know, I took something that I was good at and turned it into something that I'm passionate about because I want to we have to have the conversation about individuals with disabilities with kids. You know, I talk about this all the time, but you know, a lot of times people were hesitant to approach us and 
the adults in the situation think that they're, you know, they're being considerate because they don't know what to say. Yeah. But if that's, you know, if that's your child's first um, opportunity to meet a person with disabilities and that's their first impression mm-hmm. to them emotionally, they're not mature enough to realize that you're being, you know, you're, you think you're being polite. That's not a preferable experience right. for the person with disabilities. Yeah. Right. And yeah. And then I look at Hannah's point of view, like how, how does that make her feel? She, I mean, mm-hmm. you always have to presume confidence with everybody. And I, that's what I tell parents first and then have a conversation with people. Like that's all you have to do is start having a conversation. That's how we meet. That's how we get to know. But I wanted to do it in a way where you could have that conversation with young kids, but do it in a fun way, a relatable way. And and then also provide some guidance to parents and teachers with like, I wrote a guide, you know, to go with it, where if you are struggling with that conversation, that's completely fine. Here are some things that might help because um, we're all learning. Right. And, yeah. and, and it's a, it's a I, positive learning experience. That's what's so great right. about the book, right? Like it's a very positive learning experience. It's not, it's not what we often want to do is correct somebody or tell them not to do that or whatever. Right. Like this is, this is coming at it from a, a loving way and um, a fun way. And that that is also hard to do in our position positions sometimes, right? Like yeah. we just want people to do it the way we want it done. And getting them to that point is is the work. Yeah. And I, I realize there are people in my, you know, who have a, a loved one who does have a disability that don't feel the same way I do, aren't as open. And I understand that and I respect that completely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel it is my responsibility to help change that perspective. Mm-hmm. And yes. I, you know, I run into adults all the time who don't know what to say to Hannah. And if we have this conversation starting at a young age, then we won't run into those situations anymore. Yep. And the kids that we're speaking to are the ones that are going to be like making policy and building parks and buildings. And if they don't, if they look at everybody, you know, if they're inclusive to every single person and every, you know, every single circumstance, then they'll build a world that surrounds that, you know, that encompasses that inclusivity. And that's, that's how generations are changed. You know, there's a lot of work to be done and we may not see it anytime soon, but, but it's a start and that's how it happens. Well, and I'm like, as an example, I mean, like when baby girl Hadley becomes the governor of Texas, like y'all better watch out. Y'all better yeah. watch the heck out, right? And she she is the generation where this will not be a thing, right? Her and Jake exactly. have the opportunity to, to show everyone that life is exactly the same as in your house, right? Yeah. And we want the outside to match the inside. That's all we're doing. That's all we're doing. Yeah. Well, it's a really great book. I'm excited about everyone in my life also having it as a Christmas gift. So if anybody would like um, to buy that, I'm sure Danae will share the link with this episode. Um, Absolutely. It's really cute. It's really great. I'm giving it to all the teachers in my life as well. Yeah. And that's, that's something that I definitely will be doing more of this next year is going to schools. You know, we've talked, I do have an opportunity to speak at tech coming up. Um, and I'm super excited about that because just, it, it would be for the teacher candidates class. Mm-hmm. Their, their reach is going to be way more than mine could ever be yeah. when they're in front and of you a also classroom. Have several, 
you have several opportunities to talk at tech. So don't. Right. You know. Yes. And so like, I can just imagine the hundreds of, of college students that I get to speak to, and then they get to go into their classroom with this perspective and this, this tool at the very beginning of their careers. Mm -hmm. And so it, it starts that way. And so the, the change that they'll be able to make within their school, their community, I'm very excited about. So yeah. working on a cocktail book. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm helping you like with what? <laughs> the children's author, who's also a mixologist, you know, one <laughs> me, the other. that is the best of both worlds. I have a, so, a mom that does very important work, but is also very fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I love hosting my friends. You know that. That's one of my, that's my love language. You said that, like, you know, to have gatherings and to make good food and to make good drinks and yeah, to, to be together. I love that. Like, I feel like the drinks is just the vehicle and the excuse that we use to be together. Right. Um, but we're also really stinking good at it. So, yes, <laughs> yes yeah. we do. We do love to family did. Oh, family dinner, right? That's what we were called. Yeah. That's what we called it this year. We had family dinners. Well, that uh, showed up in my pictures today. Well, you don't have an iPhone. We won't even get into that. But <laughs> where it has, um, it shows like, a group of pictures and today it said family dinners and it had our yep. pictures. Yeah. So. It's been fun. I mean, it's been fun that, which is also something that I think is testament to, to our friendship and the community that we've built with Lubbock moms is like, I'm really stinking comfortable with y'all mothering my children and Same. I need, they need all the extra mothers they can get. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I also mother your child. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> You probably mother her better than I do sometimes. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I probably, I probably yell at her as much as you do. <laughs> but like you said earlier, those, you know, those are her strengths that will pay off one day when she's yeah. governor, president. Being a pain in the rear now is a good sign for later. Let's yeah, hope. She's gonna oh my God. Up. And it will all be for naught. <laughs> I mean, she already we thinks she's her. the boss. We love her. She's we love she thinks that everything revolves around her. So, I mean, I said one day when you own your own okay, company, well, she's like, in her defense, when she's around, everything does revolve around her. <laughs> <laughs> that is her strength. Yes, that's true. That's yes, true. yes. We love. Well, and I noticed the other day, like everywhere we go, when we're around people, um, you know, Hannah's allergic to peanuts. And so mm -hmm. that's one of the first things she says. My sister's allergic oh, to peanuts. Just like you know. she's building yeah. the bubble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, my gosh. She's so. a great kid. So is Hudson. All of your kids are great kids. She's just, we love to make fun of Hadley because she is such a big personality and because I feel like I work for Hadley. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she, at all times, good. even when she's not here, I feel like she's probably bossing me around from your house and I'm not even around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's a mess. Yeah, she's trying to convince me this morning that she was too sick to go to school. I was like, oh, oh okay. yeah. Ferris Bueller? Oh, yeah. Olivia's yeah. new nickname is Ferris Bueller. And like everyone at school knows that too. And I like, I walk through and she'll like be holding her head like, oh, I cannot do this today. And I'm like, Ferris, just go to school. It's not going to work. It's not going to work yeah. on me because I got stuff to do today. I need you out of here. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a choice, kids. I love you, but I love you, but yeah. get the heck out. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's well, funny. I just think I am. Super, I was super excited about 2022, but I'm really excited about 2023 because yeah, I think it'll be even better. 
It is. I know, like, I know it is. And I'm going to say that over and over until it comes true. But it is. I mean, obviously, there's going to be hard things that come up because that's life. Mm -hmm. Um, And but that also makes us stronger. Like, it really does. Yeah, we can't avoid those hard things come up. You know that, hey, I made it through it or I learned how to navigate something new or I've learned what I have a tolerance for, what I don't have a tolerance for. And so those are just as important as the good things may be a lot more painful and sometimes even more important. Right. Right. I mean, not pleasant, but at the end, you can look back and say, you know, I learned this from that. And so, I mean, that's what I, we tell, you know, our younger friends that <laughs> you'll get here one day and True. we're, like, do, I don't know, I'm just really, I'm do really as we say, not as we do all the time. <laughs> yes. Yes. And what is that, that I always bring up, like Glennon Doyle always says, what's it? It's an AFGO. It's mm-hmm. another effing growth opportunity, right? That's how we feel right. until we're out of it. And then look at me now. Well, when we do this next year, I, I can't even imagine what we're going to talk about. Well, um, according to our strategic planning that we haven't had yet, it's obviously going to be double the numbers that we gave today. Absolutely. I'm excited. <laughs> right? It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun and it'll be hard work. And But we like hard work. We get bored yeah. easily. So we need it's things. True. We say that. We don't like to do hard things, but actually we do hard things much easier mm-hmm. or much better than we do easy things. <laughs> we suck at easy things. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I don't know if we have a big sign on our back that says send the hard stuff. <laughs> <laughs> only. Send only That's- the hard stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my I mean, gosh, I could, totally, I could totally hear Sam right now saying his quote. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We're also... What? We're also big jokesters. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you have to, like, you really do have to, like, laugh at things for, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And it's fun. Not all the time. It's fun. It's fun. Okay. It's I do want to give a big shout out to one of our advertisers for this one. This episode is sponsored by Bird and Bloom. Um, and I will leave all that information in the show notes. So we want to say a big thank you to them as well. Um, and of course, love it moms too. So. Absolutely. Well, I mean, thanks for doing this. Thanks for doing this video experiment with me. Um, I will say that whatever difficulty you have figuring this out, I am so sorry, but good job. (laughs) This was the podcast definitely wasn't my idea, but putting the podcast on video was so, um, but that's mostly just because I want people to, to hear and, and know you in a way that they don't get just listening to the audio. So if it works, awesome. If it doesn't, we will have learned another lesson. Um, so thanks for audio. <laughs> right. Thanks. <laughs> thanks to you and thanks to everybody else for following along and, and being part of the community and and putting up with us and and yeah, just absolutely coming along. <laughs> Whatever we do. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. And it's gonna, I mean, just wait for next year. That's all I have to say. I don't know what's what's yep. coming, but wait for it. <laughs> Yeah. And also anybody listening, like send in your suggestions too. Like what who do you oh, absolutely. What do you want to talk about? I mean, we had when we had Dr. Aaron Ross on to talk about, you know, like the biggest episode ever with, you know, sex after sex with after kids. Mm-hmm. We had so many questions come in on the mom you. Like yep. that's kind of how the whole 
episode went was answering questions yeah. um, that our audience and followers wanted to know and the community wanted to know. And we have some opportunities coming up with more doctors and specialists and experts where you can get your questions answered that you want to know. And it's, it can be anonymous. That's fine. Yep. Um, chances are, if you have a question, there's like 20,000 other women that have that same question. At least 20,000 of them. Yeah. So at least um, 20,000 of them just in this zip code. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So I mean, <laughs> definitely email those things to podcast at lbkmoms.com. Um, suggestions. Mm -hmm. Also tell us how much you love us through an email too. Uh, absolutely. Send us a message on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. I mean, we're, we're connected in all the places and, and we want to hear from you because, because we are also trying to represent your viewpoint, right. And your perspective. So exactly. we want to hear directly from, from the audience. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Chelsea. I appreciate Heck yeah, it. This was fun. This was fun. I, <laughs> I cleaned just for y'all today because I knew I was going to be on video. Um, the Halloween costumes. No, the Halloween costumes finally got put away. They have been laying on this bed since we went trick or treating, <laughs> and I finally put them away just for today. Hey, that also means you're not sleeping in the spare room, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, not this weekend, at least. <laughs> Next time, I want there to be a pile of dirty clothes and an empty wine bottle on the nightstand. I mean, per usual. And like, uh, I, Jake's, I, oh, what was it? Like a freaking bowl of old cereal sitting on top of my laptop when I got back from being out of town. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I know, whatever. Gotta love them. Yeah. Gotta that's love true. Them. Well, this was fun. Now the work begins. So yep. thank you. <laughs> you betcha. And okay. uh, looking forward to seeing you on video with your next guest. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank so Thanks, Danae. Bye. Bye. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to Moms in the Hub podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please share it on Instagram and don't forget to tag us. Have a wonderful week.